fallacious I'm living so gracious where the days is And I've been catching on the aces Never beating cases Seeing faces but not remembering story Living in my own house My name ain't even Corey A little gory but they name not violent I take my life with the gas I take my life on autopilot I'd be silent, never had a had it I'd go on right there I'd be living in my attic Never static, never moving Always be hopping Never seeing red Always green, never stopping Never dropping And I don't mean the scent. I just want to say I'm hanging like a fruit ornament on the tree on the bucket to go this far because if you're on the top of the Christmas tree I'd be shining like the star excellent well done thank you so that was uh, Rizzy that was Rizzy yep Paige just went live first podcast episode how's it feel feels Good. I've been working on this for about, you know, six, seven years, you know. it's It's been a long time coming, so it's finally good to have the product, you know, project all out and running. Yeah, so speaking of the project, um, you just posted three videos to your, your account, and the oldest one is, is how many years old? It's about, oh gosh, about three Three years old. How long have you been rapping? Since I was about 14, 15. I actually, and y'all, some of y'all may have heard him, the rapper Lil Cobain, you know, lives in LA now. I actually knew him from high school and me and him, like, you know, about eighth, ninth grade, he got me into it because I liked putting words together. And he said, you're pretty good at it. And now we're here. Okay. Now we're here. Did you... When did the the idea, because obviously at some point, like, the idea that, you know, you would start to be seen by people through your rap, through your skill, entered into your head at one point. When do you think that, that first happened? Oh, gosh. It was probably, honestly, like, a couple of years ago that, like, you know, I started, you know, rapping at parties on the street, you know, I started getting notoriety for it, people said, you're good, you should take it, and I recorded a couple songs here and there, and, you know, speaking of, you know, transitioning into, I think, the topic at hand, you know, right now I saw as kind of a golden window, being that, you know, society's a little weird, and people have a lot of downtime. Yeah, people are sort of locked in place. And I think it's kind of, uh, now's the time we should tell y'all about what we're doing with our project. Because that's a little history on me, and this is my buddy Terry, and... Hey guys. He's the host. I probably should have introduced myself. <laughs> but that's completely fine. I'm Rizzy. <laughs> I'm the... I'm more the musician, he's the brains, and we're, we're together we basically have this podcast in which we're going to take y'all kind of living through history almost, taking y'all frame by frame and kind of giving y'all perspective and insight into what we think and what we predict is going to be, you know, the social, financial, economic, technological, and every other account of how the coronavirus, COVID-19, is going to affect just about every facet of society. And on this, this is definitely something to be taken lighthearted. We do not intend to have any of y'all feel like, you know, you're going to be gripped to your seats. And this is definitely a fun, chill, mellow thing that me and Terry plan to do. This is nothing that's going to make y'all worry. But it is something I think will be very informative. And, you know, while we're doing this, we'd like to accuracy check ourselves. We'd like to see, hey, how are we doing? And we'd love to hear from y'all. So... 
I think kind of without further ado, we'll kind of just tell y'all where we're at right now. So Terry and I are presently located in the southern half of America, right in Texas, right in the deep part of Texas. So central Texas and where we are at is not very densely populated. So it has not been hit, or to our account, been hit as bad as many other places. Texas also being a very lenient state, despite, you know, having maybe outbreaks we don't know about, has allowed us freedom to still be able to, you know, third-person perspective, kind of see society, see how the areas are being hit around us. So presently today, as we speak, today is April 4th, and on April 4th, 2020, the area we're at is presently on, not on lockdown, no shelter in place, and we are still allowed to travel from every state you know, surrounding us on our periphery minus Louisiana. So we are not in any way you know, feeling the same magnitude other people are. Now, because of this, it, we took it upon ourselves and we thought, where are we going to go? The question just about every single American, every single person, every even world leaders, like what's going to happen tomorrow? Yeah, wondering what's going to happen next, not just with COVID-19, but with our government's response. I mean, we have a system that's been built over 200 years to sustain incredible shocks, but this is a shock that has affected the entire world in a way that you know, you can't really find a replica. Like, you can't... There's no There's no precedent for COVID-19 in the near history that we, at least being, you know, mid-20s, the experience we have is going to be somewhat limited. Yes. However, you know, to try and give y'all a point, we like to kind of take today and say, where are we going to go? And we kind of... Terry and I kind of looked at it, and there's three major factors that can be moved. And to let y'all know, our predictions are going to be primarily based off of these three factors. And then there'll be some other ones here and there, but we're trying to kind of see the larger picture. So paint with me here, a triangle. In point one, we are trying to measure how extreme this world lockdown is going to get. And Terry can say, we did not think by, at this point, by today, there'd be over 4 billion, you know, people. That's, that's literally over 50% of the world in their house right now. Right. Because the virus can be transmitted on droplets. It's through the air. It's, it's very contagious. And it, you don't show signs for 10 days. And the test kits are in limited supply. <clears throat> These are all, like... Facts that may have been disputed before, but it's come out to be very apparent now that, you know, these are real challenges that are going to have to be overcome by someone. And, you know, that someone, you can say, is the government, but the reality is that we have a very complex system. We've got three different levels of government, and that's just sort of the basic local, state, federal structure. It doesn't account for interagency complexities and... You know, who is supposed to keep track of that? Well, certainly not me. <laughs> not me either. Not, not, I, you think we have the slightest idea of that? Um, <laughs> you wrong. But uh, basically, we, 
I myself is the first, you know, and like throughout this, I will let you know, it will mark when we are making a prediction. Yeah. And while we do it, we will be, you know, ourselves, you know, tracking down, you know, exactly the exact, you know, date we make these predictions and to see if the date comes through. So for the first major one on the lockdown, Terry and I are both going to make a prediction here. And I'm going to say by mid next week, which would be roughly, you know, April 9th, April 10th, a little before Good Friday, definitely before Good Friday, I actually think there will be one, you know, country, albeit Italy, albeit a country definitely in Europe that goes off lockdown. But my prediction is, Terry, I think more of the world is in lockdown next year next week despite maybe one or two lighting up it's gonna be worse next week than it is this week so you think let me get this straight you think that before black friday it gets worse yes i think it's not even gonna be worth it for anyone to risk having that be an option i you know okay so as far as like factors going into that i'm guessing you're looking at the fact that it takes 10 days for you know people to often show symptoms and the fact and that I, a lot of people are asymptomatic and the fact that you know especially those who are extraordinarily healthy or have you know genetic immunity or just you know don't get it based on where they are geographically located that those people are going to be at risk of becoming transmitters a hundred percent and that prediction is based on the fact that spring break by then will be two weeks banished and i think spring break will be the downfall of covid because i think spring break shouldn't have happened in the first place to be honest spring break so the the fact that you know out in cabo there is still parties going on yes and let let me ask you then terry what do you think? Do you think lockdown gets worse by April 10th? We'll use the same date I'm using. Think lockdown. No, I don't think so. I think state by state, it's gonna be different responses, right? Well, I'm talking on the global. We're talking global. Well, obviously. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so yeah, yes, sure, Texas to you know New York, it's gonna be different. But that that same thing holds true for Canada versus, you know, Mexico. Argentina. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you've got very different healthcare levels, very different economic levels and you know, it's not just about GDP. It's like the ability to access healthcare that is reliable and effective and tr does what is it intended to do is sort of a, a thing that I feel like has been difficult to measure objectively. At least there's been, you know, a lot of disputes. But whether or not you're getting test kits is such a clear indicator. Don't you think? It's it such is. A, it's a, it's such a precise, either you have a test kit or you so, don't. So what, do you, what, do you, what are you saying on the prediction then? I'm saying that if we're using test kits as sort of our criteria or indicator, that I think we don't have any more test kits after Black Friday than we do now. So and you so the numbers are not going to be any different. For lockdown, I think they'll be even smaller. So you think lockdown becomes less because of I the, think it's the absence lockdown of test kits. Yeah, it becomes less, and I think the numbers go down. I don't know that that's necessarily. 
Numbers. Yes. I'll put numbers are stagnant. I'll give you the stagnant the stagnant argument. We'll yeah. say roughly stagnant, approximately. We give you two to three percent increase, decrease flux. Yes, margin of error, of course. Yes, and perfect. And for me, my margin of growth is at least ten percent to validate a growth to validate a true trend. Excellent. And that's what we're going to be using as a basis of metric. If we predict a growth trend, we need at least double digit growth to validate that. Yes, as a quantitative method. So with that, and that's kind of the first, you know, predictions we will do, you know, for this first episode, we're not going to go as in depth because we want to give you a rundown of how things are going to go. But the first type of predictions will be, you know, if the you know, world's going to loosen up, if Texas is going to loosen up, if we think New York will tighten up and tighten down. And just to give you all a basis of like, you know, where we think the state of various places are, because that's, I think, a great place to start off, kind of just, you know, clear the state. Clear the slate. Well, and establish what the status quo is. Exactly. So with that, the next thing is we're going to go to the timeline. And the timeline is we're going to say, like, where we make predictions about when we think, given shelter in place, you know, orders will go down. When we think, you know, given, you know, social facilities such as gyms, theaters, restaurants will reopen – We'll predict, yay, hey, will EDC come back? Will NBA come on? Those are important. Or how will they come back on? And, you know, will VR be a factor? So Or AR. So for this, you know, very first episode, my, you know, my first prediction I'm going to make, actually, is that there is no sports in any way, shape, or form. And that announcement is made before April 30th, that there is no sports. Through when? It's just prior. My prediction is oh. all sports are canceled prior to the day April 30th. Excellent. Okay. All sports in the entire world, and there is no... I love sports. All uh, the entire world. You think even China? China's already on the process of canceling it. And if, you know, if China cancels it, the world's going to follow suit. And I'm just telling you, I love sports. You know, Rizzy loves sports more than any person. Well, especially after they reopened, right? Like, it was, they tried to reopen, and it was an awful attempt. And I think they saw how much work it was going to take, how much more work they had anticipated. So my right. prediction is before the day April 30th, every major world sporting league is basically essentially penned into a corner and will cancel to not have fans sitting on, you know, lose hope and not have season tickets get bought up right. for, you know, some an event that's just not going to happen. It's null and void. Right. So I, that's my prediction. Well, I'm going to say by that same day that uh, there's the announcement of the first um, mobile AR large-scale game. Um Either off of like you know Google VR glasses or you know I don't I don't know which partners it'll be but you know calling that someone <laughs> produces and launches by that date at least the first advertisement you know that that would Hulu, uh, you know there's some ad that would be some you know next. Next generation stuff, and I'm sure it would be kind of pricey, but I can't say I wouldn't look into it to go to a good, you know, football game in the fall. It would just be, it'd be weird sitting on my couch on a Sunday and not watching NFL, so. Yeah, but you know, you do have the benefit of being able to, 
you know, have your fridge beside you. So you are, and the there thing are is, some pros to it's, the, the uh, VR and AR wave that and may. It's an absolutely its very it, soon. <laughs> it's an insane process, and with that, we'll take the third type and the what we'll yes. typically close every podcast off with, and that's the predictions of. How connected the, we think the world's going to be, be it travel, when we think borders are going to be opened up, when we think, you know, trade's going to start it massively again. Yeah. And with this, Harder. what's your first prediction? <laughs> I, want, I want my buddy Terry here to give us, what do you think the first, oh. it doesn't have to be a date, it could just be the landscape. So, okay, so I was thinking about this, right? So you've got all these apps that, you know, have appeared in the last, I'm just going to say 10 years, right? That have yes. just blown up. Craigslist and, you know, the neighbor apps that... Oh, yeah, find, next door. Like, yeah, exactly, next door. It's like, you know, dude, if you want a grill, like someone in, a, in the block has a grill that they're offering. If you need now. a kitten, they got two got kittens. Kitten. They got two kittens just for you. And so, like, I think these apps are transitioning a lot of economic activity away from mass retailers. I think that the decline of mass corporate marketing can also be tied to the same wave. And I think that you're really going to start seeing that manifest in the, in the stocks, like especially as the market opens back up. Like I think you're going to start seeing like the numbers start to reflect the change that's already occurring. I like that. And I think, honestly, the numbers will be probably the most staggering numbers we've seen in a very long time. Well, it depends, right? It depends on how well they do. <laughs> exactly. I'm kind of on the boat. My my major fallacy with this and why something I hope doesn't happen, but I think an error could be with the world not being connected. I, I would say it'd be not too far-fetched to say by the end of May that if, you know, international travel doesn't open up, certain, you know, economies like Jamaica that depend on tourism for their solid things start to literally go bankrupt. Well, and, yeah, the, the eco-friendly, like, um, eco-tourism programs in Central America that are sustaining economies down there because, you know... Tourism is a tool to be harnessed for great, great good. Yeah. But like, man, nobody's traveling to the rainforest <laughs> in the middle of the coronavirus season. And the crazy thing is, I think a lot of people would travel if they let them right now. But the thing is, if you travel, what would you go do? Stare at a coconut? You know what I mean? There's, there's well, not... Yeah, and, and you know, even more broadly, that's the same problem with all renewable energy. You know, it's, it's, there's these great ideas that are about, but like when you're doing them naturally, they seem to be a, li a little bit less reliable than traditional. 110%. And I think the thing is too, with people not traveling with the natural, you know, with gas being what it is right now, mm -hmm. like I saw people, you know, buying gas for, in you know, central Texas for less than a dollar and 30 cents. What's yep. going to happen is... I think the price war for that. <laughs> it, I'm thinking, honestly, if, you know, people stop traveling or if they realize that working from home and doing things remotely, you know, using Amazon or whatever to deliver them groceries, if people decide that, hey, 
We don't need our cars to do a lot of things. We can order yeah, things to our house. If they get drones regulations in store, you know, if the FAA can develop, like, an actual system for managing, you know, Amazon's drones and all that, or Amazon could develop that and get it approved, then that it's, would change things a lot as well. Exactly. You know, just, if y'all are excited, you know, this is what were the type of things we're going to be talking about. Drones, coconuts, and the rainforest. All kinds of fun predictions and each week each saturday around evening time we'll upload a new episode and y'all will check us we will update y'all on every prediction we made and update to where we're at if we're wrong and if y'all have any of your own predictions leave a comment message us what whatever topics y'all want to talk about or want talked about let us know we will be sure to feature any suggestions as topics we talk about absolutely and if any of y'all stats majors you know are bored during quarantine which i can't imagine that any of you are then you know if you want to draw up some diagrams and like send them in feel free to post those below or or, or dm us that that would be awesome too Yes, and, you know, <laughs> as we said, the predictions will be a little bit more in-depth, but we just wanted to give you a layout and kind of lay the foundation for what this project we're going to be working on. And each, just so you know, each week it will start off with a new freestyle, so along with that, if there's any beats y'all want me to flow over anything, just let me know. And anyways, wear a mask outside, be safe, and, you know, hope y'all have a blessed week. Peace. Later.